Hello, Miles. Yep. Hello. You all right? Yeah. Um, I'm Gary Forrestal. This uh, is Miles Purnell. No, he wanted to. He was getting in there too quickly. This is Miles Purnell. Now, what we're doing now is just a little introduction to our first ever show. Yeah. At the moment, as we record this, we're about thirty-five shows in. Yeah. Um, we've done a lot of shows. We recognise that quality is not at a universal across all of them we hope that all of them have something to add but we're just putting this intro in because we're saying we just basically want to say bear with us in the first few shows you know we've we when do they get good i think it's when people want to know probably about in about five weeks time we'll show yeah episode 40 that's it so (laughs) this is the d trout spinners podcast this is a retrospective of the ricky gervais shows on on xfm between the years of 2002 and 2005 Mm. and you're about to go on an audio journey with with me and gary gary and i gary and i yeah that's, that's one of the little interactions you can hope to hear in the next 35 episodes. But I do hope you, you enjoy enjoy what you're about to hear because we've actually interviewed a lot of lot of people and a lot of people to come, hopefully. So you yeah, can expect a chat with uh, Richard Anderson, long, long-term emailer of, of the show, and also Andrew Phillips, which was obviously like the old uh, programme controller of, of XFM. Yeah. yeah, so I wouldn't say we've done a lot of interviews, but we've done two. Two. But two is two is pretty good for this stage, and we hope two's to, more than one. Two's more than one. It's less than three. It's le- more than zero. It's more, less than four. That's you good. know, there's yeah. different ways you can categorise two. Yeah. that's one of them. Um, but we're hoping to do Claire. We're hoping to do um, Sammy, Sammy, Jacobs. Sammy Jacobs. Yeah, in general, I hope you enjoy. If you listen from start to finish, this is we would say it improves as it goes along, but it's still. I genuinely think there's something to offer in the first few shows. Yeah, I, I would genuinely say so, yeah. would not say, oh, it's shit, and then it gets better. No. It hopefully is good from the beginning. But this is just a little introduction, so, so that we can kind of... Cover pracy, our backs. Pracy the fact that, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> kind of... We're not in our stride until, you know, a few episodes in, as any podcast would be. So that's what we wanted to say today. Absolutely. And do email us in, uh, spinnerspodcast.gmail.com, or on Twitter, that's spinners podcast yeah so i hope hope you enjoy the d chart spins with miles and gary stay tuned a lot of fun to come see you later bye This is the we started. Yeah, oh we are. The, we're starting now. This is it. This Can't is it, mate. It. What the what the audience have been waiting for? Let me just take a vape. <laughs> get that on. Get that on tape. Uh, that on recorder. Now, Miles. Yeah, that's your name, isn't it? It is. What's, it is. My name my is name, Miles Pennell. Your name is Gary Forrest. Absolutely is. What is this podcast? So this podcast is called the Detroit Spinners Podcast. A podcast for all things the XFM radio tapes, starring Carl Pilkington, Ricky Gervais, and Stephen Merchant. Absolutely. And one thing I say early on is, what this isn't, we will be reviewing these shows. What this isn't is a review of the podcasts that Ricky, Steve, and Carl it's made that absolutely clear straight from the get go. Two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. Those 
are more. Fam- I think more people are familiar with those. They've been animated yeah. and things like that. Whereas this, that's absolutely true, Gary. This is all right. This is <laughs> of the XFM tapes from 2002 to 2004, and the world was a very it. different place then back then, wasn't absolutely. it? How old were you back then? Gary when don't sit back too far because again I need to capture your, your, when? your voice your irritating I was nasally voice I was 18 wow 18 long time ago I was 12 <laughs> I was 12 I was just started high school well hopefully not I was I was a few years into high school being the class clown the funny guy you know and things haven't changed you know still still that Happy go lucky. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy. I've always been miserable. So (laughs) at any age, I've always been miserable. No. Um, But yeah, this is the review of the XFM years, Ricky, Steve, and Carl. And what what we found, we we we've kind of we've done other podcasts. I'm not going to most certainly have. We've done other podcasts and. We've never really found a thing that really worked. We did advertising was one thing, and th- we did things. But then we suddenly realised, in fact, you realised, that this is... Hang on, we know more about this than anything anyone. in the world, literally. Yeah. No, not than anyone, because there is a yeah, dedicated a, audience uh, yeah. out there. There's, there's a huge audience out there, and people who haven't forgotten these shows, and people who still listen to them as they go to sleep and stuff. You know, this, they, they mean a lot to a lot of people. Not... Not people at the time, because I think after they came out on XFM, they developed like a cult audience after. And and this audience like uh, maintains through messaging boards, forums, uh, Facebook, Facebook groups, groups. And they yeah. talk and discuss these shows in, in as much depth as we are going to do in, in now and the future podcast. But treat this one as like a, like a pilot, as in as you're dipping your toe into the waters where Auntie Nora once swam. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, like a bunch of cocoa pops. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, my, and I just uh, give you some background. I mean, Mars and I kind of we we bonded over these shows, and actually, this all brought us I, together. Actually, if you don't actually, mind me the, saying, the, Gary, the office, the office was what kind of bonded us first. But then, then the shows, and you listened to all the shows. I introduced yeah, you to the shows. You did, and, and I thank you. We we kind of have this relationship where we just send each other quotes, uh, ran totally out of context quotes, and they're just so we we love it. Like, they became kind of, so specific, and then they we, became we've more obsolete. We've literally run out now. We, there is no quote. I think <laughs> we actually, I can let's, let's can the podcast now because we talked about it to death anyway. But anyway, we're gonna basically this treat this episode as a as a pilot essentially. And in this the, in this episode, um, just to give you a bit of background, where we are, we're sitting in the Earl of Essex pub in. Angel Islington, the best place on earth, and I stand by that. Uh, it's a rainy day. It is July the twenty seventh. I still maintain that's Luton. It's not Luton. So the best I can place clarify earth, that. So. Um, Slough. Yeah. <laughs> Luton Slough. Airport. <laughs> I like Luton Airport departures lounge. That's where I like to be. I was there a, a while ago, actually. Yeah, we're not yeah, interested. Because in I went to Poland. No, anyway, interested. so. And that interest. Remember when we had this discussion? We were like, we can't drift because what Mars and I do is we digress a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we, so can't, if you... we can't digress it, but we will digress, and that will happen. But we're going to try not relax, to relax, sit back, grab a, grab a glass of cider or wine, whatever's your preference, because that's what we drink. I'm have, I'm nursing Sartible. I'm nursing a lovely um, homebrew cider as we talk, five point four percent. So. If this podcast goes tits up, see, I just lost it there, didn't I? I just lost it there. You lost it. Yeah. But uh, let me rescue it, please. Then, you know, just just chill out and relax chill out. and listen. What we're going to do is, in general, review these shows in order from series two onwards. The first show is just a general overview. 
the of of the shows in general yeah. what they mean to us. And then the second show we're going to review series one as a whole, yeah. which is Carl's less involved in that, and I think that that warrants one show at the moment. Then we're going to start. Series but we two. might return to them we might once, once we've exhausted. Yeah, I was just going to say we will return if, to if we continue to do this podcast. Yeah, if if, if it doesn't tank after <laughs> what half an episode and we realise it's shit. But um, we're going to return. So we're going to start with series two, episode one. That'll be the third show, and that's our main. Show. And then we're going to review them roughly in order. We might yeah. sort of configure like if it becomes Christmas, we're going to jump to the Christmas episode. I'm sure. And also, I think gonna... we'll do a Claire Sturgis special for the the tapes where she she um, was the producer, we the guest producer. So, so yeah, I don't think we the one episode I have the one episode I haven't really uh, listened to is the Ian Canfield one. I've I, listened I can't to it. Yeah, it's not. I just don't like. He's it. all right. He's all right. I mean, like Gary said, you know, we we did this podcast. We wanted to do this podcast because we're passionate about this about these shows, and we think loads of other people are passionate about the show. So this is creating a space where we can all like share and discuss. You know, these these that the moments. Uh, yeah, and we think I think there's two audiences. There's the audience who are already obsessed with the shows and as you you've been on the reddit boards and i've got on the facebook yeah. groups and there's there's a what, what we feel is that there's a large a, a small mm. yet relatively large dedicated audience yeah but it that is still small the second audience i'd be looking to bring in hopefully is people who have never heard the shows and we're going to introduce sh- the shows to them yeah, there are people around. Miles and I can't afford our own <laughs> flats studio. where we can actually live. You know, it's our own studio. So we're, there's people in the background. But that adds to the atmosphere. I d- I I absolutely. And there is so much atmosphere here there's to be so had. so much atmosphere. Cut it with a You can cut it with a butter knife or a, sli- a scythe if you want. Yeah. Depending on what you're doing. Listen to this podcast whilst you're having a bath. Or cutting cutting some garden... Uh, leaves outside. Whatever you're doing, masturbating. You know, don't, don't do that. Well, I, I don't do like it. that. I don't like don't that. Just, um, uh, you anyway, do like. I'm a prude. I'm a massive prude. We are prudes. Yeah. So if you just want, to give a little background, if to you want a bit of well, hang on, hang on. you're we, not going to get to we that. We are so prudes. We we don't like jokes. We've never discussed our sex life either. Never. Isn't Never. that weird for guys, like two guys? Yeah, two guys. Another reason to listen if you're we, toxic we, masculinity. We, we had a three-hour phone call last week about this, and we were just we were just literally panting at each other like because we were like, not the sex life thing, but we were just so passionate about these shows. I was oh, sitting outside a, a church with three ciders, three Bulmer ciders, not to, to product, product placement, other ciders are available, but... That's what I was drinking outside a church whilst a woman was walking a Labrador. Mars is going to be on BBC London uh, expose about <laughs> yes. uh, alcoholic drunks in, in <laughs> church doorways. It was quite nice. I did quite enjoy it though. Sitting there, with my Sunday's on. Did, did you did you talk to God at all? Or? I did not at that time. Talk to me. No, I think that was cool. <laughs> putting out a fag butt yeah. on, on the, the grave of uh, yeah. a deceased person. But well, Mars, you'd hope they would be, wouldn't you? Mars and I never even talk. We don't talk, talk about toilet stuff. Uh, no. Other than Auntie Nora, yeah, we that's will. the only time we talk. Auntie about Auntie Nora is probably the only thing that we will discuss. That's the only time we talked about. Farting. Yeah, so I hope you discuss. However, you're coming to this podcast, you know, um, whether you discovered it yourself or because we posted it. Whether you're my dad, Paul, Paul, he will be a, a, a reoccurring character. I think Paul Forrestal, yeah. your he's, father, he's a real person, massive fan of our shows as well. Probably he the is. only fan actually. And do you know, it's my funny. mum didn't like them. Now, uh, my mum says, she said you talk over each other too much. We, so yeah. what were you saying? We, yeah, we do, but. Um, Mars and I did a, a hospital radio that's show. That's where we met. That's where we met, and that's where we bonded. But 
so we we've done that but we've we're, we're not experienced with podcasts so bear with us you know yeah, we're, we're not, finding we're our not, feet we're, fi- <laughs> we're finding our feet and our arms and our legs yeah. so you know we're finding everything a nice nostalgic we're view. discovering our bodies yeah in each other's bodies <laughs> discovering as well. Asia <laughs> and yourself the show started in August 2001 on XFM and aired in weekly periods for months at a time throughout 2002 three four ending mid 2005 that's when they started the podcasts Gervais and Merchant first worked together on radio on the London based alternative radio station XFM London now Radio X their show was broadcast from January to August 1998 from 4 to 6pm on Sundays and only featured Gervais and Merchant before collaboration on The Office then they came to XFM they were a little, and they were met with a little bald-headed mank, well, they, a winding a, twat. Just, just into like, yes, yeah, you said they were on XFM before, and actually, we might at some point go to the pre-Carl years, and they're amazing. They're, they're very good, but they're different. They're very, very raw. But and as Ricky says, at that time, he was like, "I do not press my own buttons," and so they got Carl the producer, and they're just random person. It wasn't like he was paid they picked Carl, and they knew Carl, and they, and suddenly they. As, well, know. he was head of programming, actually, at um, XFM, moving down from Manchester, and he was just thrown. They always joke about him that he's like a work experience chap, like a... <laughs> they don't even call him a producer. He yeah. presses the buttons. Yeah. I, I think that um, he in the early days, he very much was a producer. And one of the things about Carl, they joke about his lack of production abilities... But actually, Carl, and we both agree mm. on this, is a fantastic producer. Oh, absolutely. And he won he, a Sony. The way he... The way he um, and we'll, we'll come to this in later episodes, but the way that he will drop a song at just the right moment. Yeah. Not introduce After an it, anecdote just drop well. it. Just, uh, just at the right time. He lets the anecdote go. He knows the end of the anecdote, even though he has, they haven't discussed yeah. it. And one of the things we love about the XFM show is that it was unplanned and it was real. As I said to you, it's so real. Genuinely, yeah. they were having those discussions for the first time. And they, they actually had it as normal people. And it was like... It was so different. It's so different to anything else I've heard. I now I so. have heard and, and one we... one one show that was a bit like it, which was Johnny Vaughan on Talksport. And if any of the listeners have heard that, get in touch. We, we must set up an email address so people can get in touch. But if anyone's heard that, that was similar. But this was the first thing that I heard that was real. And so far, apart from the Johnny Vaughan show, the only thing on radio I've yeah. heard that's really genuinely I real th- and, I think, and raw. And I think it's a very interesting point because um. I radio will always be my first my first love. You know, now I, I work in film and I do a bit of film and I do I do writing and I'm a screenwriter and stuff. But radio was always the thing that I was like I love like the rawness, I love the intimacy, I love the immediacy of it, the fact that it's so like on hand and we and love you, those years. Yeah, we? and you feel so like I'm um, comforted by radio I find. And I think for a large majority of people these shows provide so much comfort and support in, in like dark times, not Difficult to bring it times, down. Yeah. No, no, not to bring it down. But I think also that the fact that they were, I don't know, it was just so, and I don't like the, the, the recent kind of um, fad of filming radio shows. I think they work better. I agree. Not be, and in fact, those, there's those shows where Carl says it ruins radio when because he, he's being filmed for like Radio 1 or whatever, uh, being filmed for that, I can't remember what it was, but um, MTV, that's it. But, and it does ruin it. 
it, it's something about not being able to see what's happening. Yeah. And my God, you won't be able to see us during this because <laughs> we, we look to general. I mean, there's already 12 glasses on our table. But... Um, but it, 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 there's something special about radio, and I think that that. But and it was so raw. It's such a raw yeah. show, and, and a it's real such a, show. It's, it's brilliant as well because radio. I think radio. The benefits of radio is that it brings people together. I think there are a few. There are a few things that now nowadays when on demand services are so much, it doesn't ever feel like a communal experience. And what I love about radio is it. You can listen to it on your own, or you can listen to it with friends. And this is how we we met. Gary yeah. and I met. Yeah. We bonded over our love of Gervais in generally, but. Um, like the XFM the shows, years the and shows. the shows, and um, but also the office. The office is still a the pillar. office was very important to us, and I think uh, there's going to be a lot of crossover. The people who listen to this, hopefully, if people listen to this, and also people who listen to the XFM shows, there's going to be a lot of office fans that listen to the XFM yeah. shows, and that's how I came to it. And the, it's kind of, um, but but the difference between the office, which is incredibly polished and well written and well constructed. It's balances so the raw. XFM actually, shows. Actually, balances yeah. the XFM, and it's well. They often joke that Carl wasn't a real character, wasn't a real person. That he was a character mm. created by Chris Campling. Chris <laughs> Campling, the, the ludicrous name, the Telegraph uh, reviewer, and oh, I think it's Telegraph. And um, but that's the thing. If you listen to, I think the thing about these XFM shows is that they bring a lot of people together, but actually they repel a lot of people, and I like absolutely that. Me now too. a lot of people. We'll They'd be listen put to off that by shows that, and they? be like, "This is shit! What a load of bollocks! It's, it's not a real radio show. It's not constructed. It's not. It's not. It's not slick in any way." Hang yeah. On, but but this show is like, I love that because it's got a dedicated, small but dedicated audience and really love passionate you. audience. <laughs> and we love you. We love you. Please, please listen. listen. We're going to set up a Patreon page. <laughs> Give us some money. Imagine if we set up a Patreon page and like three months later we'd had one £5 donation. <laughs> it was my so dad. And, he, and, it, and I'd lent him a tenner anyway. So but what, what is he going to get for that fiver? Because you have to offer something. We'll, we, we'll do bonus, bonus material. Gary lives in Brighton, so it's very hard for us to meet up. Well, it's not hard. Well, it's, it's, it's 20 minutes. No, it's an hour journey. Yeah. An hour journey. Um, Although I got the tube today and it was boiled. Oh my I god, it was grim. I was squashed up against a woman with a massive rucksack. Yeah. Honestly. And I touched her rucksack to kind of push her so the doors didn't yeah. close her. And she thought, she looked at me like, what are you doing? I was like, you need to move because your rucksack's going to. Oh, tra- travel anecdotes, they're good, oh, travel they? anecdotes. they're good in there. They're good in That'll be the bonus material. <laughs> I'll tell more about that anecdote. Gervais and Merchant returned to XFM in August 2001 after the first series of The Office had been broadcast. However, the earliest surviving radio broadcasts are from November. XFM brought in Pilkington as the producer. The show was originally just billed as Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, and Carl's presence was not acknowledged on posters and other advertisements. Gervais and Merchant would speak to Carl about his thoughts on whatever they were talking about. As the producer... Carl had input with features such as Rockbusters, Songs of Phrase, Do We Need Them, Knob News, Cheeky Freak of the Week, Monkey News, and Educating Ricky. Their last show... And the film yeah. quiz. Please do not interrupt me when it's going that well. It's a, I, this is a two-way thing. Well, I, I mean? it's a bit of biography. This yeah, is Wikipedia. Know, but, yeah, but it's a two-way thing, so I'm going right. to interrupt you. Of I've got I one am. more sentence. Let me get this through. Jesus Christ. Their last show for XFM aired on July 2nd, 2005 after which they chose to switch the show's format from radio to podcasting. 
you can continue now. Yeah, I, I've said what I've said. But, um, yeah, well, thanks for that very um, formulaic. People like that stuff. Very formulaic. People uh, like that ana- analytical uh, stuff. Overview of the yeah, show. Yeah, because if you don't know the show, then no, I'm no, giving you a bit of background. There you go. So, anyway, we'll, we'll get to the real stuff now. So, yeah, I mean... How did you first come to listen to the shows? So I first came to listen to shows from um, a recommendation from yourself, actually. I wasn't actually aware that um, they'd done anything previous to The Office. I knew that Ricky was brought in as head of speech at um, XFM. Christ. More and more people are joining Children us. Children as well. So is it. <laughs> and we smoke. Well, some of us are smoking. I'm, I, I am. Yeah, don't. <laughs> anyway, go on. And um, no, so I was and and honestly, this wealth of this wealth of shows and stuff, it was amazing. My iPod had never seen so much action, like, and I would just listen to them on repeat. And they're about hour, I think they're about an hour and a half long. Some of the shows, and you just listen to them, and you do one, and you consume it, and then the end is just like it's just like eating like a box of Haribo, like just like you just have more and more and more, and you can't get enough of it because they're so. What's brilliant about the XFM shows is they're consistent. They're so consistently funny. There's not one of them I I don't like or can take uh, an anecdote from. And Gary and I have often joked that in life generally, you can relate any sort of action or any scenario to something that has happened in the show. And I think the best shows are the ones that are sort of quotable. That that, that but but it had like its own like terminology for they're the show. They're all quotable. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. All quotable. Amazing shows. Um. So yeah, I just consume and I've been listening to them solidly for like. Seven years, and it's mad. I know it's, crazy. it's mad to think like shows slightly more people coming in. A bit of noise there, a bit of background <laughs> noise there. Um, adds to the frisson. Why would you bring your kid to this pub? What? I don't understand. With us here, the two degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> you two degenerates. Come on, come on, chat. No, no, come on, that's right. Come on, chat. Uh, that's what we should <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I came to them. I remember there was a show on uh, Heroes of British Comedy. Um, and the episode was Ricky and Steve, Good and inside. they do they do other people like they did other people like John Cleese, um, you know, Lenny Henry probably <laughs> I don't know, but they did. But Henders. there was a talking head on there, and one of the talking heads was this person, this man who I didn't hadn't heard of called Carl Pilkington, and he said he was their producer during the, on their yeah. radio show. And he was talking about knob or bollock, doing knob or bollock. <laughs> and I thought, I was intrigued. So I thought, I went to um, YouTube and just typed in Carl Pilkington, XFM. And what came up was this thing called Monkey News. I was like, what do you mean Monkey News? So anyway, I listened to it. And the first one I listened to was, there's no car at Pump 4. And it's a weird thing to listen to, when you because f- you have to buy into it. You have to buy into it and understand it. So at first I didn't, but... Then I started listening to... I listened to all the monkey newses. Literally, someone had put on YouTube separate things on YouTube. I was like, this is this is genius. What the... Oh, is this Carl Pilkington is a genius. And then I, I found the show, the full shows, which is where we both got them from because yeah. you, we downloaded the full shows from this YouTube page. And that's how I first discovered it. Yeah. But I hadn't heard of Carl Pilkington. I only watched the Ricky and Steve thing because I was a massive yes. fan of Ricky and Steve because of The Office. And I came to it by that. And I was like... Wow, what is this? What this is so different. It was so different from yeah. anything I'd heard it's before. Wild, like, and I thought, and and some of the things also because this is a general overview. So we're not talking about a specific show, but we we well, you have mentioned this. What they got away with? What Ricky got away with saying Absolutely on a Saturday crazy. at twelve p.m. 
yeah. 12 in the afternoon, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., talking about... And they, they, they and also, the, the amazing thing is, they got this fine for saying cock, obviously in the very early days, <laughs> but they reference it loads of times. They go back to it, it's cock, meaning male bird. And they talk about... <laughs> Oh, they talk about all sorts of things. That are, they say shit and fuck. And, and well, that brings me on to my next point, actually. Oh, great. Can, One of these. Can, the audience it's it's going, only short. It's only short. These. Just yeah, on. honestly, I just think it's good, you know. It's good yeah, radio. Go Controversy. On the 17th of November 2001 broadcast, Gervais and Merchant, despite Carl's protests, filled the show with sexual innuendos, in which they used the word cock multiple times, claiming they were referring to the bird. Gervais and Merchant revealed that they had discovered that they had received a warning from the radio authority by reading an article on the news website, not Ananova. The pair often joked how it was acceptable to say cock, referring to the male bird, but not say cock, referring to penis. Such as on 2nd of August 2003, when Ricky brought in a tin of cock soup, and then he and Steve made obvious sexual innuendos about the soup while maintaining they were referring to cock as in a bird. And later the two played the game, <laughs> played the name game of philosopher Immanuel Kant as its obvious similarity to the word cunt. That is, yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. awful. Yeah, yeah. And this is what I mean, they got away with so much stuff. You just think, how um, imagine how like Carl must have been on like tenter hooks the whole yeah, yeah. time, like just worried, constantly worried about what they were going to say. Yeah. As one time where he got the uh, he got him to um, spread his mouth, put his fingers inside his mouth, and say "bucket and spade," but it sounds like "fuck it." And yeah, <laughs> so, and they were also doing this other one where they go, <laughs> they'll read him from a, a ch- what is it called Chinese? Chinese um, like no, no, no. Um, oh, what is that? You know when you arrange you arrange your house, feng shui, yeah, and look sour, look sour, fuck, meaning uh, a word I'm guessing yeah, or a yeah, Chinese yeah. no Chinese god. He said it's okay you can say Chinese gods on the radio. You can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, that's Holy a fuck. Hey, what is that thing? <clears throat> Let me, I'm just going to try that just for just for uh, you know authenticity's yeah. sake. What do you say? So put your map, put yeah, your fingers know, aside and go. Racket and save. Fuck it and say. Yes. No, okay. Well, <laughs> we're just being silly now. Bit of childhood banter there. Childish. Oh, childish, banter, yeah, yeah, sorry. Child, childhood banter. <laughs> I didn't say that. I so never I had childhood banter. What were some of your favourite XFM shows? God, that's the ones me. that stick in your memory. Oh, you, yeah. oh God, okay. Um, you need to tell me when you start recording. Yes, I think people like this. Okay. I'm nursing a very nice side, and that's my second, my second pint. Got my fourth wine, fourth <laughs> but they only are only small. Thing fell. Yeah. Um. I don't. I, my favourite ones, I think, are. Um, some of those in series three, I think the one of my favourite quotes ever is "Would you buy a car with a Duff engine?" <laughs> I think that's my favourite thing. After the, it's after the episode that where must... the the girl with the, yes. the, the my bone marrow. That's awful. Oh, I thought you were talking about a fanny. Yeah, I thought she had one. <laughs> thanks, thanks, fanny. thanks, thanks, Rick. Rick. Thanks, that, Rick. But, my um, favourite episode is um, it's the one that they're going to enter in for the Sonys. And they're going to enter it from the Sonys, and Ricky, they get a, a voice memo from from Carl, who's pissed off because oh yeah, 
<laughs> he's trying to get out deep. of his arse and yeah. start <laughs> fucking. My obvious, and then that's that's also brilliant. I can't wait to that episode actually because it's oh, that, but it's quite far away. It's quite it is far, far away. away. So stick with it, the podcast. Stick this is the D Trout Spinners podcast. Listen, we are going to stick with this whether we get no listeners or one or seven. We are going to keep. We doing never this. worried about it before. We shouldn't worry about it now. No, I mean we're very in, used to broadcasting to very few people. Basically. In the spirit of XFM, we've got upwards of four hundred people listening. To yeah, I Imagine so if, if we, we actually got 800. Yeah, to us, that's amazing. So there it is. I like Ricky when you guys. You keep saying that. <laughs> He's talking about getting figures for the radio. You, yeah, you keep saying that. You've reminded me of one of my favourites actually, which is the one after the Sony's where they don't win anything. Oh. And it's, is that when they bring tattoo on? They bring tattoo. No, on. and old oh, Doctor Fox. But, but no, but it, the, my favourite part of that is. Um, Gerald Preston <laughs> and it's Gerald a funny name Preston. and then I don't know if you're a fan of Wild Weather because <laughs> they talk about Wild Weather it's so perfectly pitched and that, that's the thing one of my favourite shows for a different reason is the one that's really aggressive and violent and it's towards the end of series 2 well, he calls he calls Stephen Invalid one time and there was the frostiest silence after that like that's probably the worst thing he's ever said I mean there's it's so some of my favourite XFM memories are of Steve and Carl and some brilliant person on YouTube's mm. Has um has collected them all together in a compilation of all these times where Ricky and Carl were, and this is what I'm talking about with Radio. You don't get that animosity, that sort of sense of what a real friendship is like, where you're not always friendly to each visceral. other. It's visceral, man, and it's like you you talk to your friends in the most natural way, and you don't get that with other other shows. No, and and the particular one I'm thinking of is where Ricky and Steve have before the show recorded some things that involve swearing, and they they just changed the vowel. Yes, and Carl, he did that show more than any other in the whole series shows the realness of that show because Carl is absolutely pissed off and it is so genuine it's a real <laughs> hatred and it's and and that's the one where they talk that's the one where they talk about um uh, teachers as well, which is really funny. Yeah. And Mrs. Smith is a lump of shit. That's clever, isn't it? And actually, <laughs> yeah, don't. It's not really bad at all. But one, one of the, one of the, one of the time. Actually, that's that's a good uh, segue to this because when one of the times I realised the reach of the show was I went to Google because uh, Ricky talks about this show, uh, this song, Oh My Corazon. Other search services are available R- Ricky talks about this show uh, this song Oh My Corazon and I've never heard of it and he, he loves it and I, I searched for it on YouTube just to listen and it wasn't that good I didn't like it but I went to the comments and the first comment bear in mind this is a YouTube page it's nothing to do with Ricky, Steve or Carl it's just Oh My Corazon the first comment said Smith this is a lump of shit and that's when I realised that's in fact that was the start of our sending quotes to each other because then I sent you that and yeah. then we started sending each other it's quotes. Mad. Like, it's mad how it like filtered into I wouldn't say mainstream but no not fil- mainstream filtered into the subculture the conscious like, yeah, yeah the, the conscious yeah. it's mad how your associations work with radio like I've got very I've got some of my warmest memories are of just li- listening to the show and just being very very relaxed just listening to the show. And you know you listen to them on the bus or on your way to your daily commute or Absolutely, however you, yeah. whatever you're doing, like just cleaning the flat. Because you're it. never alone when you're with a show, like, and it's like that's that brilliant. That's a lovely yeah. proverb you came up with. You're with you're with Steve, Ricky, yeah. and Carl. Although not really, because Ricky lives in a New York penthouse, but. We're hoping to get Steve. I also we're really hope to get Steve. Oh uh, yeah, on this. Uh, but Steve, I also if you're listening. The way we talk about the show as well, we're going to be um, 
We're going to also going to be analysing and scrutinising uh, the shows, but also um, Steve, Carl, and Ricky in general because their relationship changes throughout the show, and I think it also can it also values as a uh, sort of peek behind the curtain, if you will, of um, the creation of the office. Obviously, the office was a thing back then, but you really get a flavour for like their sense of humour and and how they came up with their jokes and and also their career subsequent to this because I think. They, these were their for the formulaic the formative formative years mm. of their relationship and certainly of their careers and you see how their careers went in such different trajectories so you know you had the idiot abroad stuff which is brilliant one of the finest tv shows ever you got ricky and his stand-up everything like all of his movies and the tv shows that he produced now afterlife is a massive thing i'm not a fan but Steve Merchant, he's now like a gigging like director, and he does these great films. I watched uh, Fighting with My Family. I really enjoyed it. But this is so interesting. These shows because, like, you do get like Holy Foot comes up in David Brent, Life on the Road. Mm. All of these characters and jokes and these little Easter eggs, and I think this this is the audience we want to cultivate. Absolutely, and one of the reasons that we are reviewing the XFM shows is exactly what you say this was the genesis of everything and and i, I think that's on, another on, that's another on, reason on, why these this podcast is a valid podcast <laughs> i'm like validating our reasons for let, doing let, this podcast yeah. let me just say so the the podcasts that they did subsequent to this were not as real and they were more scripted i do they feel weren't, like that. On, they weren't a script there wasn't a script that they literally read from but it was more it was more planned and it wasn't as real whereas this is the realest stuff they've all ever done and this is the real yeah. stuff. and actually this is the best stuff and obviously the office is great anyway the office, the office will stand separate. up the office is nothing to do with Carl and it's brilliant and it's separate in a great way but out of all available the podcasts available on HMV out of all the podcasts they've done and even Idiot Abroad which I love I love the bit where sorry, Animal, just one Animals of, one, one Animals where, one where uh, they're in Egypt and he, he, it's a crowded market it's so crowded <laughs> and it's, you can, no one can get anywhere and little old ladies about 19 um walks past and Carl goes she probably left the house when she was five and that, that's one of my favourite lines ever but it's not as real it's planned and you see things that happened in the show used as jokes in Ricky's stand-up and I don't like that actually I don't like that because actually it was real during the show and it was real during the XFM shows and that is why we're reviewing the XFM shows we're not reviewing the podcast because by the time they got to the podcast it was more planned it was more contrived and but the 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 realness is the XFM shows I also and think, I think a lot yeah. of people a lot you see the 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 podcast will have had an audience about 500 times oh sorry 500 percent bigger yeah. so about six times bigger well they the were they were one of the XFM most um, shows yeah download the, at you the know, time they, they were in the guinness book of records very very popular. not now because there's podcasts you know we don't want now joe rogan i think is top now imagine we get to joe rogan figures oh my god imagine if we had the guest see ads yeah no. cornell west on there but that's another story he might you don't know who that is so. i don't know who that is no um but he had who was that name civil e- rights e- icon e- e- elon musk yeah elon musk he came on had some dope yeah, yeah. Maybe one, 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 one day we'll do a drug special and yeah, take, no. some yeah, take some, some E's. Drop some E. Drop some serious shit. Have you had E, Carl? Have you had E? Mad enough without this shit anyway. Like. 
What is that? What are you? What is it? Skunk? What is it? Nah. Um, yeah, all right. I, I, <laughs> we'll never do drugs. We're, we're not druggies, are we? We're, no, we're that's, quite, that's true. We're, we're I'm, I'm 100% drugs. clean. Uh, <laughs> my only... <laughs> Can I test <laughs> you piss? Have a piss. Have a piss. If you get that reference, then you're going to love this podcast. Then you will love this podcast. Gary, I'm going to... you talking to me? Yes. To... To um, sort of get us in the mood for the series one uh, discussion that we're going to have, we're, Gary and I are going to Edinburgh. This is really exciting news, actually, podcast fans. Separate to the show, Separate we're going to, to Edinburgh. We're going to Edinburgh because hopefully we we want to see like loads of shows and and like you and know we've soak up some show, of the atmosphere. And, and we've it, written the it, show. It's not yeah. quite ready now, but we're hoping next year to, to come along. It. Come along, it's sort of be one pound. We give you one pound to come in. One pound, and that's separate to the um the, the donor page that we're going to set up. <laughs> Imagine you know. if we get a donation. <laughs> what literally one donation, and we'll be like, I tell you who I'd like to interview for this. Obviously, Steve and but. Carl's dad or Carl's mum. Oh my god! Can you imagine, Can you imagine that? Mom? It's just, just like because Carl's mum wrote in those sweet rockbusters exclusives. Oh. So sweet and like, oh, we hope you're not speeding when you meet these. The police. The police. <laughs> no, the best one was um, this guy likes his wine. <laughs> Dean Martin. <laughs> just a guy who drinks. <laughs> just a guy who drinks. This guy likes wine. Gary Forrest. On the subject of um, who goes out late, gays. And says, in this zone, we'll have no Chinese fella news, little monkey fella news, or little gay fella how news. Did, how would I think? I, I imagine in 10 minutes we'll be talking about little gay, gay Chinese, Chinese monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> <laughs>